You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One story I have not told is that I'll never forget. I swear to God this happened. And uh, he came into the sports office. And our, our television station, by the way, no lie. We were in the attic of a converted train depot. So, I mean, this place was just, it was bizarre world. And so I remember we were in the office one day. And I've always looked like a little bit young for my age. And it really affected me when I was younger. And he goes, Michael, uh, you look, you need to age more. You need to age more. So I would recommend taking up smoking. You should start smoking, maybe drink a little bit more and add some wrinkles, add some age. I'm like... Did you just come into the sports office and advocate as my boss and tell me that I need to take up smoking? And he did. He said, you should age yourself by smoking. And I thought, I don't think you're going to be the best boss I've ever had. Yeah, that's probably not the best advice I've heard. You know, it's usually like stop smoking, go on a run, yes. drink less yes. alcohol, right? It, oh from a God. boss, that's not exactly the advice that would make me think like, wow, this station where I'm at right now, this is the perfect spot for me in my life. And, you know, a lot of positive yeah. things coming out of here. But uh, interesting yeah. resolution for sure. Yeah. I hope you fail at that, though, Jenks. I hope you fail. Yeah, it's probably not the best goal I could set here. <laughs> I'll tell you who's been smoking, Kate. A bunch of quarterbacks in the NFL and college football. So let's crown our player of the weekend. MVP Monday. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, uh, Jinx. Good morning to you as well. Okay, Jinx, did he have a particular brand that he recommended? Was it perhaps Salem Lights <laughs> from back in the day? I, I Oh, you know, I he did not recommend a particular brand, but knowing this guy the way I did, I would say he would have recommended, like, unfiltered cigarettes, mm. just like, yeah. you know, just straight. No, and because he was like a huge smoker, not surprisingly. So that would just be my guess, knowing Rick. Interesting. All right. Well, just always curious to see what they would have recommended back. And I guess that sure. would have been like the early 90s, mid 90s, somewhere in there. 1996. Yeah, okay, right so mid-90s. All right, very good. All right, nominee number one. Let's get right to it, guys. Stetson Bennett, quarterback of Georgia, led the Bulldogs back from down 38-24 in the fourth quarter to win their college football playoff game against Ohio State. Bennett finished 23 of 34 for 398 yards and three touchdowns. He also ran for a score as well. Nominee number two, the other college football playoff semifinal. Max Duggan, quarterback of TCU, Duggan, Two touchdown passes, also ran for two more as TCU pulls off the biggest upset in college football playoff history. Horn Frogs take down Michigan 51-45. Duggan and the Frogs ran for 263 yards against that Michigan defense, and they never trailed 
in that game. Nominee number three, we move up to the NFL. Tom Brady, Mike Evans of Tampa Bay. We'll give them the co-nomination this week. Brady, 34 of 45, 432 yards, three touchdowns, all of them going to Mike Evans. The touchdown passes went for 63, 57, and 30 yards, and Evans finished with 10 catches for 207 yards. The Buccaneers rally in the fourth quarter for a 30-24 win over Carolina. They wrap up the NFC South. They will be the number four seed in the NFC playoffs. And finally, in New York, nominee number four, Daniel Jones, quarterback of the Giants, the much maligned Daniel Jones, had a fantastic day as the Giants crushed the Colts 38-10. They get their first playoff bid since 2016. Now, his numbers aren't eye-popping necessarily. 19 of 24 passing, 177 yards and two touchdowns. But Jinxie also ran for 91 yards and two more scores. They will be the sixth seed in the upcoming NFC playoffs. So I will turn to you first, Mr. Jenkins, who is your MVP this Monday. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going with Max Duggan. Everyone knows I went to Texas. I can't stand any other team that is not Texas affiliated, including TCU. However, there is no denying that Max Duggan, and not just in this game, but leading up to this game and this performance, it's not just the fact that he performed statistically, right? Like he was, he was clutching this game from the start when they needed him to make that incredible play late when Michigan was knocking on the door. It looked like they might go ahead. He's under pressure. He throws that quick pass that goes for a long touchdown. But he really is the heart and soul of this team. Whenever they need a big play, whether it's him creating something from the pocket, whether it's him taking off, taking hits, I mean, he did this in the Big 12 championship game, and they probably deserve to win that game. Well, every single time they need a play, it's Max Duggan. And what's crazy, he wasn't supposed to be the starting quarterback this year. This is a guy who was the backup going into this season because of an injury. He takes over, and here he is with TCU on the cusp, unbelievably, of a national title. What we saw from Stetson Bennett was awesome. He doesn't get enough credit. Tom Brady and Mike Evans, good for you. You played for the Panthers. Daniel Jones, nice performance. The Colts suck. But in that moment, for Max Duggan to do what he did, again, biggest upset in college football playoff history, I got to give it to the Horn Frogs quarterback. He was awesome. I wish I had a different answer than you, but there really is no other answer to this one. Stenson Bennett, fantastic game, but you almost expected that out of him and, and Georgia's offense there, where TCU, to play the way they did, led by Max Duggan, two touchdowns in the air, two on the ground. He answered every call that Michigan threw at him. He was not phased by that Michigan defense, which was supposed to be, what, the second-best defense in college football behind Georgia. It, he just played a flawless, what seems to be a flawless game. I know he did have two interceptions, so you can't quite call it flawless. But he was just the man for TCU for that entire game. Without him on the field, TCU is absolutely nowhere near the college football playoff this season. And to come out and win and put up that performance, I mean, the, the amount of yards he put through the air, 225, 57 on the ground, he was just doing it all. So I would have to give my MVP uh, to Max Duggan. See, I'm going to go Duggan being 1B, and I'm going to say Stetson okay. Bennett is 1A. And right. here's why. And I, you guys make great points, but I'm going to go with Bennett because he was trailing in the fourth quarter, 
and had to rally his team. Duggan played from ahead the entire game. You got to give a lot of credit to TCU's defense for getting that pick six yeah. early in that ball game and giving them momentum, getting the turnovers later on in the game. Again, Duggan was fantastic. But they went to the fourth quarter against Ohio State, down by 14, and Bennett found a way to get them back in it against a very good Ohio State defense. So it's razor thin, the margin. But I think I'm going to go with Stetson Bennett for the rally and the comeback in the fourth quarter. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's where I'm going. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, you know what? I I cannot fault you for that because the one thing about you talk it's hard to break narratives in any sport because once something is set, you you t- everything tends to be classified under that narrative. And Georgia is very much the same way, right? Because when you think of Georgia, what is the one thing you think of? You think of that defense, Kirby Smart's defense. This is fast, physical. You cannot stop, you cannot move the ball on Georgia's defense. But what did we see in the SEC championship game? Stetson Bennett throw for four touchdowns. What do we see in this game? Him rallying the Bulldogs against Ohio State, and he already has a national title ring. This guy was a walk-on, for God's sake. So I can't fault Stetson Bennett. I think still criminally underrated with what he does. So I'm going with Max, but, man, you can make a strong argument for Stetson too, you know, okay? Yeah, the argument there that I like in that, Bill, is that he played from behind, and he had to come back and will his team to a touchdown late in the game. That's hard to do. I I thought Ohio State had all the momentum in that game. And so to have a drive like that in the final, what, couple minutes of that game and to make the plays he did, that's MVP worthy as well. But I just think more of the underdog story of TCU, that's probably what uh, puts Duggan up a little bit higher for me. I get that. I'll tell you what, we need to talk about who had a bad weekend here on the show. But all those those players, those coaches, or at least the, the teams, the Giants, the Bucks, good for them. And if you look on the flip side of that, there were a couple of instances. Bill, you can chime on this, chime in on this as well. Let's go to the NFL. Since we were talking about Tom Brady, we we're talking about Daniel Jones and, and good on them. But you talk about teams that had a bad weekend. I don't know if there's a team that had a worse weekend than the Washington Commanders. Right here in DC, is it really any surprise? Because not only did Ron Rivera make the choice to go with Carson Wentz, I thought it was the right call. I was wrong. Carson Wentz threw three interceptions in that game. A sparse crowd at FedEx Field in Landover was cheering for Taylor Heineke to come in the game. But not only did the Commanders lose to the Browns 24-10, Kate, after the game, they asked head coach Ron Rivera about being eliminated from the postseason. He had no idea that if the Packers won their game, 
the commanders would be out. He said, quote, we could be eliminated? Well, if it happens, it'll be disappointing. If you're the head coach of a team in the National Football League, at, at this point in the season, when there's two games remaining in the regular season, and you don't know what your playoff situation is, what in the world are you doing? Well, I think maybe Ron Rivera should be eliminated after not knowing yeah. what his, his team's playoff situation looks like. For the head coach not to know that, it almost feels like maybe he thought that this was a game that they could kind of toy with a little. We'll throw, throw Carson Wentz back in there, see if he can kind of get going, get a little bit more momentum because, you know, we're safe either way. To not even know that you you have the opportunity or the chance to be eliminated, like that was wild. And Carson Wentz played awful in that game. I kept thinking, like, you know what? They they definitely should not have gone back to him because he was not the answer. Taylor Heineke didn't play well his last two weeks on the field, but he had quite a good stretch coming up to those last two games. I would have left Heineke in, and yeah, I mean. That just blows my mind that Ron Rivera had absolutely no clue. That's inexcusable as an NFL head coach. God, as a guy who covers <laughs> and this is my team. Bill, you heard this. I, I mean, this just is like another every week. It's like the commanders just want to give you a kick to their groin. It's like, come on over here. It's that time of the week. Bill, you heard this on the radio yeah. and you you're based here in this area. You've covered this team. What did you think when you heard it, of all the things we could hear? About, and that doesn't even include all the other nonsense we see from week to week. What was your reaction? I, I was driving home. I was in my car, and I literally just screamed, oh, my gosh, how did he not know this? Because that's all that was talked about here in D.C. the entire week was they had to win and make sure that they had a chance in week 18, Dallas coming to town. Here's my theory, Jinx, and this may be completely wrong. I'll do it quick. I think he figured okay. Philly would beat the Saints and that they would lock up the number one seed and that Dallas would have nothing to play for in week 18. So he figured all we have to do is beat the Cowboys in week 18. Doesn't He did not realize that if they lost that they would be out. He was banking on just needing to go one and one down the stretch, and he figured they could, if worst-case scenario, they could beat Dallas in Week 18 when it didn't matter for the Cowboys. It's mind-numbing, and we're not even talking about that awful mascot they unveiled on Sunday as well. Oh, God, the mascot is a hog. What was his name? <laughs> Major Tutty. Major Tutty. It's awful. Major Tutty. And well, that's the, so and, bad. Oh, that's so bad. bad. 